G'day guys, Blaine Treadgold with you once again for the Far Post Perth. Welcome along to this week's edition of the Glory Report, where we'll bring you all the week's Perth Glory news and look ahead to the weekend's fixtures, which will see Perth Glory men take on reigning champion Sydney FC away on Friday night, as well as preview the Perth Glory women's round one grand final rematch against the star-studded Melbourne City. Also, later on in the program, I'll chat to Sydney-based Perth Glory fan Kenny Dunn. A healthy crowd of over 12,000 saw Perth Glory chalk up their first A-League win of the season on Sunday afternoon. A shaky start saw the Glory down 1-0 at half-time, but a strong second-half display which included goals to Andy Kyo and Adam Taggart saw the Glory get out of jail and walk away with the three points. Following the match, Coach Kenny Lowe rejected claims that Perth Glory has come into the season underdone. Yeah, good performance. I, mean, I thought we started a little bit slow. But as the game wore on, we looked dangerous, created chances. Uh, and on another day, maybe we could add a couple more. Or maybe got one earlier than we did get one. Uh, but yeah, it was a good game. I mean, they, they contributed, obviously. They love to play. Um, they love to keep the ball and, and move you around the pitch. And, uh, I thought it was a good game. We're, we're actually saying to ourselves that we're underdone. <laughs> but we seem to be running over teams the last 30 minutes, so which is really pleasing for the players. Uh, and gives us a lot of confidence moving forward. You know, it's the best we've ever been. I think we looked at our first year and we really smashed the boys first year. And I think that was when we were like, what, 18 games unbeaten at the start of the year. And uh, we've actually done more than that this year. So, you know, it's been tough for the lads, but they've worked really hard. Uh, we've had a few knocks and niggles that interrupted that, but in the main, everybody seems to be at a good level. And, and you know, it's great mentally to to get another win after a, a draw away from home. Uh, the crowd were getting a little bit frustrated behind me and I just, I kind of turned around and said, calm down, we'll, we'll get one. And about two minutes later, we got one. So I should have started charging him. But again, you know, Cass has done ever so well. Uh, Andy, I mean, the ball in from Tags for, for Andy was world class and I think the ball in for Tags was superb and the finish was even better so it was well worth waiting for even though my heart could have done with, uh, with them getting maybe one or two earlier. Yeah, just moved people around, still played the same shape but brought some energy on with uh, young Brandon and uh, young Jakey. Uh, Andreo's first, you know, first real hit out uh, from the start so obviously we knew he was going to come off about 60. And we just thought, like, Javi dropping into the back, just give us that composure on the ball with his, with his craft and his understanding of the game. It just helped us really well, you know? So, which is really good. Yeah, it's a big turnaround, so that's, that's, that's going to be a, a toughie for us, heading off to Sydney as well, which uh, we're a super team. But it's good. You know, those are the games you want to play. You want to play against the best teams in the, in the country, and they certainly are the best team in the country. 
Yeah, I think well, we'll have a few sore bodies over the next couple of days. I think it's a four-day turnaround, which isn't ideal, and we've got to fly as well. But those are the cards you dealt. We won't mourn about it. We'll get on with it and hopefully go over there and put on a good performance and maybe get some up again. Perth Glory women kick off their 2017 W League season at NIB Stadium in a grand final rematch against Melbourne City this Friday night. The Perth Glory squad, consisting of our very own WA superstar Matilda Sam Kerr, Returning to Perth is Perth local Mariana Tabane from Melbourne City, as well as US players Nikki Stanton, Rachel Hill, Amanda Frisby, and also Costa Rican international Raquel Rodriguez-Cedino. Glory's opponents on Friday and night in Melbourne City will definitely go into the 2017 W League season as clear favourites, with big-name Matildas such as Lydia Williams, Steph Catley, Larissa Crummer, Alana Kennedy and Kai Simon, as well as Japanese international Yukari Kinga, Welsh international Jess Fishlock and US international Ashley Hatch. Speaking ahead of Friday night's match is Perth coach Bobby Defletoski and captain Sam Kerr. I'm always excited to play in the W League. I'm really proud to represent Perth Glory and be playing at my home state, but even more so this year with, like you said, the boost in the league, I think it will be the strongest year yet. Everyone's used up their internationals and, yeah, girls have finally got a minimum salary that we can, you know, grow on. Um, what it mean to you, I guess, you've seen it now grow over the last couple of years to be at this point, especially with the league, we'd like to see it increase salaries now. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, I was saying to a few of the girls earlier that it took me about seven years to get paid the minimum of what the girls are getting paid. So I feel really proud to be a part of that girls now can come in and um, you know be supported and be able to give um, enough to Perth Glory and whatever club they play for. It's a really proud moment for the league, but also you know to be a part of it as a kind of senior player now. So that's tomorrow night, grand final rematch. Um, what do you expect from the game yeah, they're they're a great team, obviously, but um, you know it's a new league, so I'm assuming the first ten minutes will be a bit hectic. But after that, the game will settle. They're a footballing team. We're a footballing team, um, and I think honestly, whoever shows up better on the night will win. I don't think there's much between us. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling refreshed. I was excited to get back to training. Um, I missed it. I miss the girls. Um, it's a bit of a new team, but that's exciting. Um, and I'm really excited to play with all the new players. We have Rachel Hill up front. Um, we've got a lot of new players and a lot of a lot of good new players, so I'm really excited. Bobby, uh, Sam's talking about the new players. Is this the best side you've coached before? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Even the, even the girls before um, this team got assembled did a great job for us, especially last year. But I think we are more balanced now. And uh, we've got a depth in the, in the squad, so it doesn't matter who comes in or, or, or out. We, um, we're all part of the one exactly same journey, and we want to do well for the, for the Perth Glory, yeah. And that journey begins tomorrow night. What are you expecting from the city in the round? Oh, look, like Sammy said, it's, it's a great team. It's as simple as that. It's a, it's a benchmark, won, won the championship twice in, twice in a row. So we're not going to take him lightly, but we're going to do everything that we can. Um, to win our home games, that's that's the priority for us, and um, that's the sort of a goal that the, that the ladies set for themselves and for the club. And uh, yeah, we're going to go after it. What's it been like having Sam around the group? Have you seen her? Maybe if she's developed over, makes it easier. Oh look, Sam is a great footballer for us. Uh, we um, we welcome her every every time that she she decides to come back to us. It's it's, it's great. Obviously, um, we have advantage of everybody because her family is here. 
she's not going to go anywhere. So, <laughs> so we, we welcome her every, every time that she wants to come back and, and play for us, and we know what, uh, what asset she uh, is for this club and for the state as well, and for the Matildas as well. So. What effect did she have on the girls inside? She's the leader, she's the winner, and um, you know, she leads from the front. She shows um, the way for the girls to follow. And, and also for the young players that are the future of our club that come, comes through, that, um, look, put it this way, when you can actually share exactly the same changing room and the ground with the 10th best footballer in the, in the world, I get that every day. You know, if, it doesn't matter what, what sport it is, it's, uh, it's privilege for the young girls that are, that are involved with us to share exactly the same changing room as Sammy. Yeah, I mean, I don't read into it too much. It's obviously very nice to hear all, you know, the nice things people have to say about you, but none of that really matters tomorrow. Um, new season, everything that's happened is kind of in the past, and um, obviously they're nice and um, you love receiving re rewards, but I play football for team team rewards and we haven't won anything yet with Perth Glory, so that's what we're aiming for this year. Where do you think the W League will sort of stand on a world scale compared to the other leagues you played in? Yeah, I said um, at the W League launch the other day, as far as standards go off the field, I think Perth Glory is right up there with, I can't speak on other, behalf of other clubs, but um, we get treated really well here. Um, I know the internationals get treated well. Um, and on the field, it's only growing. Um, you know, when I first started playing in the NWSL, people could get a team anywhere, whereas now everyone's fighting for a, for a spot. So I think it's definitely getting there. Um, I think both Florida, Melbourne City, Sydney FC could compete in the NWSL. So the standard's definitely growing. It's a bit different because it's not a full-time professional league. We'd obviously love it to be, but um, it's growing and it's definitely closing the gap. As far as uh, uh, women's football growing in Australia, have you seen a growth? Yeah, 100%. I think the Penrith game, the Newcastle game, we really felt the um, the change then and it hasn't really slowed down and that's the plan to keep the W League growing on the back of the Matilda's success and hopefully people get out and support the game. And do you think Glory have what it takes to win the championship? Yep, I would be here if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what's it like going up against other Matilda's teammates? Obviously tomorrow night you're going up against I think, five or six of them that you're probably good friends with. Uh, how does it feel going into the club against those girls? Yeah, I guess we're used to it now. We play against each other in the NWSL. Um, when we play, they're no different to any other player if I know them or not. But um, funny enough, I think we go harder on each other. Um, you know, you like to have bragging rights in national team camp. And um, I think it's always the way when you play your mates, you kind of give them a bit more than a person you maybe don't know. And Bobby, obviously, Melbourne City's built a phenomenally attacking squad this year. How are you going to go about trying to nullify their attack um, tomorrow night? Look, I have a simple philosophy. We score more goals than them, we win. <laughs> simple as that. So they score five, we score six. No pressure. <laughs> no, but we're going to play our, our, our system um, and we'll see where, where that is going to get us. Simple as that. So just repeating, Perth Glory Women versus Melbourne City this Friday night at NIB Stadium. Kickoff is at 7pm. You can enter through Gate 4 only as it is a reduced capacity event. Uh, Perth Glory Club members will receive a discount to the match 
But make sure you get out and uh, get yourself a, a membership for the Perth Glory women who are who will definitely take it to the to their rivals this season and hopefully will challenge once again for the title. After the break, we'll get the inside word on this coming weekend's A-League fixture against Sydney FC with Sydney-based Glory fan Kenny Dunn. You're listening to the Far Post Perth. We'll be back after this. Well, joining me now on the uh, Far Post Perth Glory Report is uh, Sydney-based uh, uh, Sydney-based Glory fan, I should say, uh, Kenny Dunn. How are you going? Hi, mate. How you doing? I'm very good. Good, good, mate. Always good to get a bit of inside word in uh, enemy territory. Obviously, we head into Sydney SC away against the reigning champions Friday night. Um, Sydney SC are currently sitting in third, uh, played three, one, two, drawn one, and haven't lost one yet. Obviously, we come in in sixth place, played three, uh, one win, one draw, one loss. Mate, uh, what have you thought um, of Sydney SC so far this season? Sydney FC are basically as they were last year. The only difference is they're not as ruthless, I don't think. They're still beating teams with ease, even though they had trouble in the Sydney Derby. And I watched the Sydney Derby quite intently just because they were, uh, we were playing them this week. Um, but they are as advertised. The only player that really changes is the goalie. So from 1 to 11, they look pretty decent, pretty decent going forward. And McCartney, I mean, Cohen doesn't look like he hasn't. Has, much legs anymore, but he's still very effective with the ball. And Bobo always seems to get a goal. And Ninkovic is here, there, and everywhere. So look, they'll be um, they'll be tough on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they just in what I've seen from the last two matches. Obviously, Western Sydney put two away against them. Uh, Wellington gave them a little bit of a fright. Um, is that is is there chinks in their armour that, that clubs are starting to work out? Do you think? Well. Considering they've basically played with the same team now for all, all the last season and a bit of this season, they're obviously um, coaches are going to work them out to a certain degree. The fact is that their level is still a lot better than everyone else. I believe they're still the best team in the competition. But the key to it, which Western Sydney showed, which they did against us, was take it to them, see what they're made of, attack them, make them do something different. The second goal, especially with um, Aaron Hamill's uh, header was just a, like poor marking. So if we can get a set piece, take advantage of a set piece, get on the guy's blind side, get them turned around. You know, we have big boys who can do stuff in the box and we can put a good ball in the box with Castro. So we need to be a little smarter when we go forward and maybe not be as, as one-dimensional as, or as predictable. Uh, a bit like we were last week, although we did manage to change it and get three points eventually. Yeah, that's a great segue into um, my next question for you, mate. Uh, just what what are your thoughts on the glory in the first three rounds? A lot of people over this way have thought they've come in a little bit underdone. Um, Kenny threw that out the window in a presser after the game where he seems to think that we're running over sides in that last half an hour. Um, where we came quite strongly at, at the Wanderers. And, of course, uh, we had a little bit of a kind of a mid-game slump against Newcastle, but then finished strongly and obviously finished strongly against the Mariners on the weekend. Um, what What are your thoughts on the on the cohesion and the, and the fitness level of Perth at the moment? Well, he's partly right and he's partly wrong because the fact is we gave the Wanderers a start in the game. It didn't really come out until the second half. The Mariners made us look very average for the first half an hour. I thought they were really good. 
and then eventually we had these two sisters. I think one of them was a Lowry header, which just went over to take his boot at the far post. And then the second half, we, we tweaked things because they were pressing and we hit them with balls over the top. And then that's fine, but we can't keep giving sides leads. We've conceded first in every single game. And we managed to get back in and get close in every single game. Yeah, we've drawn, we've lost and we've won. Tell you right now, we conceded early against Sydney and they'll put two or three on us. Because we, we simply cannot give them an early start because of the strength you. Once you upset Sydney and you can um, get ahead or at least frustrate them, the force them to do something. Give them an early chance. Get They get an early lead. Mate, they'll just they'll strangle you. They really will. Over over the years, I think that's been a lot of our problem. Just looking here at the glory record, Allianz played 15, won four, drawn two, lost nine. I think the last one that we won, I think I was standing next to you in the away end at Allianz a couple of years ago when uh, Chris Harold managed to uh, sneak a sneak a late winner. Um, that was a good day. It was a, it was a great day, excellent, excellent day, mate. They're few and far between out there. What are you, what are you expecting from the from you know glory going into Allianz this week? You know the Sydney. Sydney crowd doesn't seem to be having much of an effect, you know, despite their success at the moment. Um, what is it that, that Glory really struggles with at, at Allianz, do you think? Um, well, first thing I'm going to say is the weather, because I believe it's supposed to rain on Friday, and it's normally wet when we play them over here, has done the last couple of times. Um, but I, I literally, I don't know if it's the stadium itself, or that they just fear Sydney. But each time, I've seen a few poor performances. I was at the Gallus game where I think Richard Garcia scored in the very last second. Gallus is the last game. Um, and I was at the game with you. We won. We won another one there recently when Scott Jamison was in the team and Boston Griffin scored. I believe that was a win. So look, I can't really put my finger on it. I mean, all teams have bogey, bogey sides. And normally for us, it's the Mariners, especially away. But maybe... I, I couldn't. I'd love. I'd love to be able to tell you. I really would. But I'd, I'd also love to know how many times in those games where we've lost, we've actually led. Yeah, no way a lead. So I think the I think the first goal with the team we have at the moment, the first goal is key. And I think the previous years when we have conceded, we just have been unable to get into the games. And when we ship, then we ship two or three. Yeah. Well, a big talking point over here this week with Kenny was uh, the, the short turnaround. Obviously, we came off a. The, the late game on, on Sunday, we've got a four-day turnaround and obviously a four-hour flight with the with the time difference. So we get four four days virtually to, to turn it around. Michael Zulo came out in the week and said that Sydney, are the he considers them the fittest side in the league. Do you think that's an accurate uh, assessment? They're four weeks in. Every, every side should be somewhat fit uh, to a certain degree. Fitness is very speculative because you don't really train in pre-season for the first game of the season. For your peak fitness, you want to be hitting probably six weeks before the end, maybe towards finals. That's when you want players buzzing. You want players to be able to run out a solid 90 minutes early doors and then they're absolutely busting it to the back end of the season. Are they the fittest? Maybe. Um, are they finishing out games? Sure they are. They've had a very good record. They're unbeaten so far. So are they the fittest? Who knows? Kenny Lowe says they're the fittest. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Uh, you know, every, someone's every, telling a lie. Everyone's back in their own horses, mate, at the moment. Hey, just one quick one. Let's get a let's get a score prediction of yourself, mate. How do you think it's going to, um, how do you think it's going to pan out? I think we'll get beat 2-0, unfortunately. I think Sydney, unless we're really adventurous and 
very tight at the back and really protect the back the back four, which is our our weak point at the moment, especially the two centre halves and, and Mills. I expected a bit more from Mills. He he looks very scattered and he looks very rushed all the time. Like Mills just needs to slow it down a wee bit. And I thought Jeremy Walker's been doing okay for a guy who only has half a dozen games under his belt. Obviously, those at Melbourne City. So. I have us getting beat 2-0. Um, however, some sneaky money would have us on a, a board draw, which I would take all day and all night. Yeah, I think most Perth fans will, will be happy if we can come away with a point and then hit um, hit Adelaide hard the following week at home. Um, just a bit of info out there for any Glory fans heading to the, the game over in Sydney. Um, there's a bit of a gathering at the Olympic Hotel on Moore Park Road, I believe it is. Um, gather down there before, uh, what do you reckon, about a, a, an hour or a couple of hours before the match as soon as you get there from work and uh, join in with a lot of the other glory folk and, uh, you know, get it get stuck into the away end. Uh, Kenny Dunn, uh, thanks very much for joining us on the Far Post Perth. Cheers, Blaine. Thank you. Always a pleasure. So a little bit of team news now on the A-League side. Uh, Mitch Nichols returns to the midfield after serving his suspension for his uh, off-field shenanigans. And also, the looks like the return of Alex Grant, who has missed uh, the last couple of games, has also been um, named in the in the team list. So it's going to be a glorious Friday. You can head down to the Game Sports Bar, check out the men's game there as they play away in Sydney. And then as that ends, you can pretty much head straight down and watch the women's game. So let's hope both teams uh, get a result and uh, let's have a happy weekend. Uh, that just about wraps it up for the Far Post Perth Scholarly Report today. Uh, until next time, enjoy your football. Let's go.